This episode is in collaboration with Parsec Sabres. morning afternoon or evening wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to star wars sessions come for the star wars stay for the sessions my name is matt hudson aka jabber the hud and joining me here as ever in the cockpit of the essex falcon he's the greatest star wars man fan and buddy out there and like me he's a bit of a tumbler girl it's luke bly master Blywalker. how you doing mate tumbler girl mate pumpkin spice season is here albeit a little bit early yeah it's still summer it's summer till mid-september here so calm down everyone yeah it's not done put a jumper on yeah um oi oi savaloy you're right mate we 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 are living in a post ahsoka world a post ahsoka world like we we well a post debut of ahsoka world yes i suppose right not post ahsoka yeah because the season's not like finished yet Anyway, um, I'm getting ahead of myself. How are you, mate? You're right. What's the crack? What's the latest? Well, I'm doing good, mate. Like you, I'm I'm up for all things orange. I want some pumpkin spice. I want those crispy leaves and all those again Tumblr images you see. But I'm doing okay, mate. Yeah, I'm looking forward to tonight's show. Looking forward to talking to you about Ahsoka. Of course, we've been dropping our naughty recaps every Wednesday. They drop. If you want to hear our spoiler-filled thoughts after the episodes have premiered check out the star wars sessions podcast feed and our recaps will be on there we didn't do a main show last week mate because we we went we did our we went to ahsoka in london at the bfi wonderful fantastic screening that was and then on the wednesday we watched it in the morning did our recap and then we went to our buddy bk cosplay didn't we we went to her Mm -hmm. um swanky little abode with a with a load of other uh, members of the rebel legion had a few star wars cocktails had a few star wars snacks and watched Ahsoka in a screening room and I think by the time we got back we're like right uh, enough Star Wars for one week uh we've got to try and we've got to try and absorb everything we've seen so we're back again this week and I'm I'm glad to be back in the saddle but how are you doing my friend you're looking sharp that, that was that was so like epic like going to someone's really like cool building they live in a really cool part of London and yep. we were able to just use a cinema room in their building you're like wow you know the star wars fandom has some really cool people in it it was Very it was really so. fun mate and it's a testament to the to the to the star wars community to the star wars fandom love it mate i'm just i'm living in an ahsoka world at the moment and a lot of people are asking me about about ahsoka which i will get onto in the main discussion in the mm-hmm. main topic yeah. but it's been really interesting seeing and hearing what people have got to say about ahsoka as a character and 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 really as a tv show so and maybe that might plant some of the numbers and some of the discourse around around everything and we're going to be hearing from you guys like we've we've had a load of voicemails in 
can't wait to dig through those and get some reactions out into the wild and and so you guys can listen to it we love it you love it the kids love it uh mate we have a little announcement (laughs) We do, mate. We're just knocking on the door of Patreon HQ here at Sessions. It's working overdrive in the last few months, but we wouldn't have it any other way. Matey boy, who's the newest uh, lad to enter the Sessions Patreon squad? Yes, a huge shout out to our latest patron, James Games. James Games, who's joined at the Hello There tier. Thank you so much, James. You absolute sickhead. You're officially part of the club now, mate. You are in the Session Sickhead Club on Patreon. You've got loads of bonus content on there, commentaries. And this is what people, this is what people are really waiting for. I'll say this, September, watch along. It's happening. It's happening. So we'll probably announce the date next week, right? And the next show. We're just like I think so, yeah. Watch yeah. this space for the watch along. Uh, yeah, no, nice one. Thank you very much for signing up, uh, James Game. You are now one of us, one of us. Uh, we hope you enjoy all the content that's coming out. That's already been out. Great podcast came out this month, so do check that one out as well. We appreciate you, mate. Thank you so much. But now I actually can hear a noise in my ear, my friend. It's definitely there this time. It's a it's a slight ringing. It's getting a little bit louder. I I, I describe it as a chime. So chimes mm. in Big Ben Kenobi, mate. I know what it is. Now you know what it is. Tell the world. What does it all mean, mate? Oh, mate, it must mean it's, um, it's Galactic News Round. Ah, yeah, come on. On the 12th of December, 2023, The Mandalorian Seasons 1 and 2 will be coming to Blu-ray and Storebook, marking the first time a Disney Plus Star Wars show has received a physical release. Originally released in 1995, Star Wars Dark Forces will be getting a remastered release, courtesy of Night Dive Studios. And Jamie Christopher, the assistant director on The Last Jedi and who worked on various other Star Wars projects, has passed away at the age of 52. Hi, this is Christopher Sean, Kazuta Ziono in Star Wars Resistance, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably... Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. We're living in an Ahsoka world. Not enough syllables, but we make it work here on the sessions. We are now living in a world where three episodes of Ahsoka are out there in the ether. And as is tradition on Star Wars sessions, if you're new, this is what we do when a new series drops. We look at how the world has reacted to that series. Star Wars Ahsoka, you are up next now we've done a couple of hype shows we've done a great round table we've spoken on our podcast on patreon about this show the hype has been there the hype is real ahsoka mm. is a character who is beloved now in the fandom maybe not so when she started but absolutely now and i know a lot of people luke knows a lot of people and everyone listening knows a lot of people who have been so excited for this now is that translating to quality on the screen how is the world reacting lukey boy just from looking around on socials or talking to people in the in the Bly circle, how's your interpretation of the reaction to this series been? 
I think people have been mostly positive, mate. I've actually mm-hmm. been surprised at the positivity and the reaction to particularly those first two episodes where the episodes did breathe, where it was a little bit slower. I think the overall the overall reaction has been really impressive really impressive in my circles you know i've had a few friends message saying oh mate i've i mean i i i've 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 not watched any of the animation before but i'm watching this i'm really enjoying it oh this is the same character that came up in a so in in mando season two i'm like yeah 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 that's it and do you know what as well um i know a lot of people just been watching youtube videos they've just been going like on screen run or whatever it is on youtube and they've been doing like recaps of a a soaker as a character and the clone wars and rebels and i think they feel more or less caught up more or less caught up and then i've got friends like uh megan you know megan little arty thing on 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 instagram very talented megan was like mate love it absolutely love it and she's only watched star wars rebels this year and i think clone wars she only started at the end of last year so she's like blasted through work from home privileges isn't it um uh-huh. she's blasted through <laughs> she's blasted through uh like star wars animation and and even she's saying mate like this feels so satisfying nice. like watching the ahsoka series so yeah in 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 my in my wee circles of of star wars geekery it's been mostly positive um i was with someone yesterday up london for work mm-hmm. and they were like so this, uh, so this, uh, a shocker. Who's who's this? Who's I'm that? I'm like, <laughs> or a performance, mate. If you're um, if you're a Tottenham Tottenham fan, in a Carabao Cup. But now I've got a little soft spot for Spurs, anyway. But listen, I I I think there's still uh, you know a, a a deal of people out there that aren't quite sure who this character is and how it plays into the whole canon of of star wars but let me throw it back to you mate uh in your circles or work or with family or friends like what's what's been the word of mouth and and what about online maybe an hour in our circle yeah in terms of family and friends obviously uh everybody knows my brother who's been very very excited at this series but Hmm. uh i watched it with my old man who watches he's who knows the films and he knows the mandoverse because i've made him watch them um right and watching those first few, I was interested because he doesn't know the animation. He knows Ahsoka, but then even then he was a bit confused when he was trying to work out where does she originally come from. So I didn't say anything during the episode as to, oh, this guy's from that and this Ezra guy, this is who they're pertaining to. It wasn't until afterwards where I said, right, did you understand any of that? He said, oh, yeah, I understand. He understood that they were looking for someone called Ezra, that Thrawn is the bad guy and he is going to be the bad guy, but he's missing somewhere. Mm. And that, uh, and I said, "What about what about Sabine?" And just, he didn't really know anything about her, but he got the fact that she was a Mandalorian. I said, "And that's really all you need to know." The, the I think the episode did a good job of showing her her introduction with the rock and roll music on that speeder was all you need to know for your intro as Sabine. She's she's so cool. Um, so um, the older one, the older people I know have been a little bit kind of out of the out of the the circle in terms of mm. who's who but it hasn't stopped them enjoying it my I, when i when i asked my old man did he enjoy it he, he's very much enjoying the first three episodes um and then and then people work and friends do you know what mate which is this is going to play into uh something i'll mention later on but i know a few people who are just not watching it now they're just going to wait till it comes out all eight episodes and be done with it and Interesting. There, there's a reason for that and i'll i'll, I'll kind of 
go further into that a little bit later because I think it will come up naturally. Uh, but overall, positive online in on the session circle and when I'm looking in my movie circles where people are usually a little bit more hoity-toity about stuff like this and the critics groups I'm in, most people are digging it. And the ones who aren't are usually the ones who just don't really like Star Wars, which is, you know, that, that's fine. But for most people in sessions and film fans seem to be enjoying it. There'll always be the, the naysayers who mm. legitimately don't like it. And there'll always be the people who refuse to like it for whatever reason. But I think overall, mate, so far, it's in safe hands. They're doing okay. We've still got uh, almost half a season to go, so it could all fall apart. But at the minute, I think people are pretty happy with it, I think. Yes. Yeah, I think that seems to be the consensus, mate. That seems to be the consensus. Let me ask you a question. If your if your old man was, or let's say one of your old man's like uh, mates, yeah, similar age, yeah, 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 didn't have you saying, "Hey, let's watch like Ahsoka," despite the fact he's watched a lot of other Star Wars stuff recently. Do you think there would be still kind of the apprehensive approach to? Oh, I don't know. You know, do you think they would just go, oh, "I'm not going to bother," or do you think someone like your dad or in your dad's circle would still? watch it still give it a go yeah i think it'd still persevere i think there there will be some people who this because this is different ahsoka right is ahsoka parenthesis rebel season five it isn't like when we were introduced to the mandalorian in, in episode one of mando what a show that one episode that was that mm. was a totally new character with no baggage no history no law you didn't need to know what happened in this film or this series um whereas boba fett and kenobi are slightly different because they've been in the live action sphere for decades whereas ahsoka and the rebels gang certainly the rebels gang i feel like you i feel like and i've said before you do need a certain level of understanding of who they are if you're really going to connect fully now Mm -hmm. to be fair though the people who don't seem to know the characters seem to be connecting with the show anyway for the most part and they will then discover these characters in live action now, if 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 a bunch of sixty plus year olds, and I say this talking to like my old dad and his friends, and that are then going to go and watch Rebels? Probably not. But I'm but they are more likely to watch a ten minute Star Wars explained YouTube video if the link was sent to them. I think they would. Um, so yeah, I I, I do mm. think that that connection is missing. But it's up to the show. It's up to Ahsoka as a series to get people up to speed with that as quickly as can and as well as they can. And again, I think so far. They're doing that. I think they are. Um, um, by the end of it, I really hope we can turn around and say, my man, they really nailed where was Ezra, who is Ezra, you know, what's thrown all about it. They nailed it by the end of it. But little steps so far, but they're getting there. Spot on, mate. Little by little. And I, I, I think I'll say this right now. I do think word of mouth will help this show yes. massively. I, 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 I really do. I think it already is, if anything. Um, let's move over to the ratings, you know, everyone's favorite unbiased part of the internet, Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic and, you know, all those sort of platforms, uh, of which Matty Boy is a proper, a proper member of you. You go on the critic side, didn't you, mate? Cause you're a registered critic. You're not just Approved. one of these audience schmucks. You are for, you're up for five years now, which actually went over my head until the other day. I haven't uh, contributed to these numbers. I was going to quickly write something up just so I could uh, contribute, but I haven't got around to it yet. 
Got it, mate. No, no, no. I totally get that, mate. Totally get it. I know TV is not usually your thing anyway, so it's more like films no. anyway. I'm still what? trying to get Matt to watch Rings of Power and like strange things, you know? <laughs> got to do it. And, and, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, oh, I'll, my I'll, days. I'll buckle down and do that. It's like, oh, mate, two years later. Yeah, my man only I just played Fall in Order for the 19th time instead. What are you doing, mate? Get on <laughs> yeah, with it. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Ron Tomatoes, uh, the critic score at the moment is sitting at 88%. That is pretty impressive, that's isn't good. it? That's good. That is pretty impressive. That is way, that's above average. Um, I think the only thing that's comparable at the moment is Mando season one and Andor. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. The Mando, yeah. I think season two of Mando is pretty high as well. Um, but yeah, first season of Mando and Andor are up there. Yeah, I think Andor. I remember at one point sending Andor to someone. It was sent at hundred percent. It's like people, people are like, "Wow, this this, well this show be. is fantastic!" Yeah, um, and then we're sitting at Rotten Tomatoes audience score seventy five percent. Now, um, these numbers were slightly different on release. Okay, so take it with with take all of these with a grain of salt because at the end of the day. These aren't reflections of what the whole world think. I'm not on Rotten Tomatoes. I never rate anything on Rotten Tomatoes. Most people don't. Usually, the people that do are are enthusiasts. If you're in, if you're in, in in the audience section, or naturally in the critic section, you're a critic, right? Everyone else might have an agenda, yeah, as well. Mm-hmm. Lots of people who want to make a point. Maybe about Disney, maybe maybe about Star Wars. I've already read. It took me like one second to look on the Metacritic score, which which we'll get to in a second. And I saw like a really stupid, sexist comment on there with a review, and it's like, mate, come on, that's <laughs> like twenty twenty three, guys. Drop it. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it, mate. I really don't get it. But uh, yeah, the audience score is seventy five percent. 75% at the moment uh, after the release of episodes one and two last week on release, the critics rating was at 94%, which is insanely high. And the audience score was at an 86%. So that ain't bad. I've just been looking at the scores for the other shows that have been out so far. And mm. it's pretty comparable with Mando season one, 93. This is all critic score. Mando season two, 93, season three, 85%. Andor, that's currently at 96% with the critics, 86 with the audience, which is a surprise. Uh, the Book of Boba Fett, 66% with the critics, 54% mm. audience. And then Obes Canopes, 82% with the critics, 62 uh, audience. So actually, Ahsoka is kind of batting at a higher average than some of those other ones, some of the ones which right. may be maybe you know fans would expect to be higher i.e obi-wan yep. kenobi or the book of boba fett how long have we been crying out or certain um people have been crying out for a boba fett show or film we've got mm. it and for a lot of people it clearly didn't hit the the mark but i, t- I still 88 percent though mate it's good it's the audience rt look i love it you know i do but sometimes i will look over to the audience score and think right because when the audience aren't being idiots, and I mean that in the nicest way possible for the comments like you've just made, if people aren't just mm. review bombing and that, you can get quite a decent um, idea of where this show sits. And 75% for Ahsoka, I think that's actually pretty good with the audience. So three uh, three in every four fans are liking this. I don't think that's bad. Seven 
seven and a half out of ten people will like it seven out of ten people i don't think that's a bad return either mate yeah it's dropped a little bit since um parts one and two but it's a high 80s mate if i mean studios really do um hang their hat on these numbers as much as you know fans or casual critics or sorry film lovers will say they're not interested in the score and i understand that at the end of the day it's an aggregate score Mm. but the Mm. studios care the studios want to know they can put this on their marketing the studios want to know are people liking my film that it, it whether or not it's taken seriously which we know it is it is a big deal but the audience one though can be just as big a deal and it's interesting here at 75 it's high did you see the um the marketing that disney were putting out saying oh it's the and lucasfilm star wars putting out saying Oh, it's the quote unquote the, the 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 Star Wars show fans have been asking for for years. So it's the best Star Wars show yet. Ooh. There were there I were these sentences that. they were putting out on promotional material, and it's like, wow, I'm surprised that they um that they put that out. Almost, you know, they're like putting their other product down almost. And hmm. it was which is funny interesting, world, isn't, isn't it? it? That they would yeah. yes. I mean, at the end of the day, it's marketing. Marketing will always obsess over what's current and what's hip, quote-unquote, at the moment. What's coming out at the moment, they will always prioritise that. And once something's done and finished, that's it. That's done. That's swept yep. under the carpet right onto the next thing. That is, and it's not fair, by the way, but that is a marketing machine. That's just how it works. Um, let's head over to Metacritic. Metacritic at the moment, like I said, they've got some absolutely diabolical reviews on there. That's definitely been review bombed. Uh, but Metacritic is sitting at a 68 at the moment, indicating generally favorable reviews. Um, again, to kind of wrap up, it's been a positive response, isn't it? And above average, even in the Star Wars catalog of TV shows, it's above average. And I think I I feel like Ahsoka bridges the critics and the fans more than what Andor did. Yeah. Andor, the critics gonna lap that up, aren't they? Yeah. Like Andor's just the critics gonna watch and go, yeah, this, this is, is delicious. This is creme de la creme. Yeah. I could probably imagine the same thing being said about Mandalorian season one. And at the time mm-hmm. it was. It Lots was. of people yeah. absolutely adored adored it and still do adore it, by the way. By the way, just quickly, that that physical release, dude, that Blu-ray, that still book, I never oh, that's that, a mate. bit left field, isn't it? That's a bit left field. It came out of nowhere. I, again, I don't think I don't think it's reactionary to what's going on at the minute with the WGA and SAG after strikes. Some people have said it's a diversion tactic. I don't think so because these things, as you've just said, with marketing, you you, you can't just say we're going to do it. You have to. It's it's yeah. all about the money. It's you money. have to it's plan. Money. You have to do focus groups in order to see if anyone actually wants these. Blah, 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 blah. You guys know how it works. And if you don't, that's how it works. Or Google it. But I think it's great, mate. I really, really do. Uh, and I'm so glad that they're, they're going in at the, the higher end as well with steelbooks. And for me, Blu-ray. I don't really collect. I don't collect steelbooks, but I do uh, grab a Blu-ray. And I will be getting both of these. Um, and I think mm-hmm. it's good. I really hope we see more for um, for Boba, for Kenobi, for Andor. And so I just I hope they do it. Why not? Because we know, without laboring the point, that on a streaming service, at any moment, you can pull the plug and you can't have access to that show anymore, which is why physical media, for me, will always be the winner because I can put on any film I've got here I want or TV series because I have it. Not all of them are on streaming series. I don't think they're ever going to pull 
the Mandalorian from Disney Plus. But if they ever decided to, if you own it on physical, you've got it. Plus, um, uh, there's some pretty cool features on there, which is what we want. We want some features. We want a couple of behind the scenes featurettes. I hope they mm. continue it, mate. I think it's really good news. Yeah, me too. Me too. I am buzzing for that. I think I'm I'm considering it will be a day one, whether I pre-order it or just go into HMV in town in Southend on Sea or Basildon, really? maybe even in London, like to get it. I will I will one hundred percent be there and I will do it. Do it. Get um it. so all right, mate. All, all right. Elephant in the room. Elephant in the room. A lot of you guys have probably seen this um over the last week. Viewership numbers viewership numbers i remember seeing the first headline on instagram i think it might have been screen thrill or someone like that yeah said numbers viewership numbers for ahsoka lowest ever for a star wars show right including mando including boba fett obi-wan and or and it was i think it was tied just just tying or just below and or for viewership yeah the minute I saw that, the minute I saw that, I went, I doubt it. Mm-hmm. I doubt it. That data isn't right. Yeah. It's not. It, it, that there is, there is no way you can tell. It, it might be low and it might be slightly above Andor. It is not less than Andor. It is not. There is no way you can tell me it's less than Andor. My gut tells me that the marketing for Andor was more or less non-existent. Yeah. <laughs> Like pretty much you can't can't even remember see, it now like mate around here around if you're up london i've been at like london a lot last like week or so um even even around my way in south essex south end and probably your way in surrey like yep. you, they, they, you can't like spot a bus without an ahsoka poster it, on it bus stops as well there wasn't that for andor it wasn't that for Andor at all not 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 the same there was a couple posters out and about but not the same I don't. Yeah, there was. I don't even remember the marketing for Andor. And everyone, again, if you're new, we loved Andor. Uh, so, so take that. But um, yeah, with Ahsoka, you you know, the fans themselves would make would would push this to be higher than Andor, just because it's Ahsoka, because it's Rebel season five, because you have that behind it. Andor was a show that a lot of people weren't either, either weren't excited about, didn't really want, or they weren't bothered by the character, or didn't really see where the story was going. But of course, the proof is in the pudding. And I know it's not everyone's cup of tea, but you've got to sort yourself out, guys. It's great. Um, whereas <laughs> Ahsoka, though, is for the fans. That I, I am surprised to hear that news. Like you, I don't believe the new, that these those true. figures are accurate. Not because I don't want Ahsoka to be the the least viewed, but because just as Star Wars fans, we know that an Ahsoka show would be inherently more hyped than an Andor show. Um, that's you know that's what I took from it and. They're they're funny though, but like I said on the Discord, mate, you know, Ahsoka is a funny one as well because as a character, mm. does she appeal to casual TV viewers? You could say the same about Mando, but Mando took off. Does Ahsoka make people who don't know who, about Star Wars or about Ahsoka want to sit down and watch it? Who knows? And or may or may not have been the same either. But I, I also take that into consideration that it we know her in our circles as Star Wars fans, we think she's huge. We think she's like a megastar outside of Star Wars. Soka's not a big deal, and that's no. something to remember. But at the same time, I still don't think it's the lowest uh, premiere viewing of any Disney Plus Star Wars series. I don't believe that. No, I don't. I don't at all. I don't at all. Well, we, we've kind of got a little story 
uh, going on here with the viewership numbers, right? Because yes. the, 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 these outlets were, were reporting this, uh, specifically uh, Samba, Samba TV were the people that were leading the charge saying, look, the, 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 the viewership of this is, n- is not that big. First and foremost, First and foremost, there are only there's only one company, one organization on the planet that know exactly how Ahsoka did, and that is the Walt Disney Company. Exactly. No other company knows. They are not. They do not have to right now share that information, and in fact, they don't. They don't do that, which leads us to the fact that they actually, for the first time ever, have released viewership numbers for the release of a Star Wars TV show or Disney Plus show. Yeah. And that is because people like Samba were saying, oh, look, the, 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 the Ahsoka's only been viewed by, what is it, 1.4 million 1. households. Ha- households, right? Or unique viewers. Yeah, See, yeah. Even, even then, even then it's, being, it's being distorted what's what. Like people are like, is that household or is that unique viewers, right? How, what, what, what do you count? Because... When when uh, the family down the street watch it on their TV, one viewership while well, there's six people around watching it. Yeah, yeah? exactly. Yeah. It's 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 something that is very very difficult to to measure. And actually, in the, in that regard, I don't envy these companies in trying to measure it. But they have tried to they've tried to measure it in a better way. So Samba and all these outlets run with it, right? Forbes, Matt, Forbes are running it, saying, hey. Disney Plus is in a bit of trouble. Yeah, Ahsoka's just launched. It's, it's the least viewed thing. They're scaremongering. And by the way, negativity gets clicks. Yeah, of course. And it I'm does, not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying Ahsoka's the biggest premiere of a Star Wars show yet. But I, I, I can just. You can tell. Your gut can tell. That's not true. It's not. It's not no, the exactly. least watched. Right. Exactly. Um, shares dropped on Disney last week as well. But I, I'm, I don't. I don't think it's completely um correlated there's lots of things that go into share prices dropping and going up and high 100%. but they went back up they went back up not by loads but by a little bit at the start of this week when disney and starwars.com announced that actually instead of your 1.4 million ahsoka drew in 14 million views for the you first episode there, yep that's a bit different isn't it 1.4 million to, to 14 million what yeah where's I'm that they did where's it, that come from <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad they did it because you get all this uh, rubbish online. And I look, like Lucky Boy says, we've got lives like all you guys have. I can't be sitting there going on YouTube trying to look at how to make chocolate brownies and then see Ahsoka is the dumbest series ever. I've got no interest in that. Don't recommend channel. I don't need to see it. And it's these kind of stories that foster it. Forbes should know better than that uh, to be doing, to be putting stuff out like that. But the, the fact that Star Wars, Lucasfilm, Kathy Kennedy herself came out to say, Nope. I want to recognise mm. the fantastic work done by our creative team, led by Filoni and Favreau, the incredible cast led by Rosario and everybody else. She came out and and, and had to give that statement. That's a basically a way of saying, listen, we're in charge here. We know the score. You guys don't know anything. We are going to assert ourselves now, which... Mm-hmm. Disney, you know, for whatever we want to think about and whatever, but this is a this is a power play and one I actually appreciate that they've done coming out and silencing the critics people will then come out and say it's desperate or they're making these up but like you said the only company that knows how well this is doing is disney these numbers can be independent independently verified if needs be they are not going to come out and say it's had 14 million viewers if actually it's only had nine 
they can't do that. Uh, you can't do that in the UK as well because the UK has um, there are standards you have to actually adhere to, and if you don't, you can get done by the sta- advertising standards. Um, in the states, I'm not entirely sure how that works, but I don't think Disney are that stupid to manufacture their numbers. And yeah, the Samba thing is silly. Nielsen, I like Nielsen for many reasons why they 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 are the the best one out there in terms of getting as close to decent numbers as you can. But no one's going to know apart from the company. In this case, Disney, mate. I'm glad they put that statement out. It was it was necessary. Absolutely, it was necessary, mate. Because all of these like YouTubers and Twitter space and internet space, they all jump on it, didn't they? And they're like, "Oh, Ahsoka's failing." <laughs> it's like, mate, shut up. I don't have to leave <laughs> no, my house another week now. Uh, it's frustrating because also it's only the information those guys have been fed, and actually, all of us were fed, and it was up to us, even though. In in my head, I was like, those numbers aren't true. That can't doesn't be seem true. right, yeah. It doesn't seem right. I, I, you know, if you've been around numbers or media or anything like that, you get a, you get a feel for what will smash it and what won't, right? Yeah. And d- that's not always a reflection on what's good and bad. It's not. But what I'm saying is, Ahsoka has way more potential for for, for virability than than something like Andor. It does. That's a hundred percent. And I don't need to explain it. If you're listening to a Star Wars podcast, you probably feel the same and know why. Here's another thing, right? I did a little bit of research, and here's another thing, particularly with uh, Samba, right? Samba is an analytics tool, but it's only extrapolating data, extrapolating, extrapolating, extrapolating. data from TV sets that have opted into Samba, right? Into the, into into that measurement, accurate then, <laughs> which is about thirty million in the US. It pulls the data from about. Three million homes. Okay, and how many people do we think right now live in the United States? What do you think the population is? A couple of hundred million. Yes, so this is a yeah, tiny, like over, tiny over three hundred million, mate. It's over three hundred million. This is one yeah, percent well of the entire USA country. population. Yeah, three three hundred thirty-one million yeah. people. So they so they they're looking at one percent of the population, and even then, they're looking at about thirty percent of that one percent, which is. Which is which is nothing. Um, so for them, maybe it, it that might that one point two million people out of their recorded three million. Hey, look, that's fifty percent or whatever of their people watching it. That's good, but it isn't. That is not how to uh, manage data. That is certainly not something that a company should be putting out as a definitive number. It's it's ridiculous. And I mean, mm. talking about Forbes, mate. I, I was looking around online for the reaction and Forbes dropped a um, article a couple of days ago by Eric Kane, who's the senior contributor over there. Uh, I'm not going to go through the article, but the, the headline just says relentless mediocrity is killing star Wars. And as, as is normal now, which is something that even star Wars fans are tired of. It opens up by saying, and has ruined star Wars for me and or simply so much better than anything else in the Disney era. And then goes on to say that, Everything else since then, including Mando's season three, was cheap, directionless, and slapdash. The less said about Obi and Boba, the better. And even and even then, after the first few episodes of Ahsoka, says it leaves much to be desired. And mm. listen again, it's somebody's opinion, but leaving much to be desired. I don't know, man. It's there is a lot of people out there who know that they can make money by you know kicking disney and this also does take a pop at the marvel series which i'm not going to go into those but um you know it's very much like we were saying forbes and indie wire and those kind of places will, will piggyback on Andor and say this is it but anything else is 
oh, this is not for us. This is for kids. This is this is this is cheap, soulless stuff. But it's these kind of headlines that you know people don't read the articles anymore. Uh, no. The article is is well written, but I don't agree with it. Um, but is it, it, it is mediocrity killing Star Wars? There'll be some Star Wars fans to say it is, but I think Ahsoka so far doesn't contra- uh, doesn't mean doesn't to me doesn't slam. Sorry, of something which is bang average. This is badly made. There's no direction. It's not really well acted. Story's a bit rubbish. Don't know where it's, I don't really see that with Ahsoka at the minute. I don't quite see where that's come from. But so there's a lot of negativity in the press from certain outlets or in terms of the figures. But we've got Disney coming out saying that's not the case. And now it's up to Disney to say that's not the case with the quality of their series. They've got to give us a quality product. And most people think Ahsoka is so far. And it's just sensationalist at the end of yes. the day, mate. You know, they just want to they want to make the, the, the those headlines. They want to get clicks. And I know that is such a cliche thing to say, yeah, but it is though. true. There, There is a lot of truth in that every media company is trying to do it. On both sides, by the way, because, you know, Disney hasn't always had the best uh, reputation for, for, you know, saying what's a hit and what's not a smash hit. And, you know, they can be very vague with with the things that they can say. But I think in this case, like Matt was saying, with, with in case it, with the um, with the with the numbers, um, they've come out and have said, right, these are the numbers. This is what's happening. Similar to what Netflix have been actually doing more recently. So again, there's this almost inevitable move of right. We're going to need to publish our numbers, and you can see where how how the strikes maybe might play into that. The WGN and SAG AFTRA strikes. Yeah. That's a lot of what they're striking for, right? Yeah. They want to know. They want clarity. They want clarification on what's being watched and what that is worth to them in the form of a residual payment, which right now they do not get from streaming. So. In a backwards kind of way, and I don't want to demean the situation, but it could actually be a good thing, right? That all of this has come out and it's been very reactionary. And Disney, as Star Wars, Lucasfilm have had to come out and say, look, these are the actual numbers. It is worth noting, though, that um, these numbers were um, calculated in the same way that Netflix does their calculations, which I do not have exactly to hand right now, but more or less it's time viewed divided by this. It's like X divided by this times by that and equals viewership, right? Yes. And if Netflix have done that and then Disney have done that for Ahsoka, that's standardization. So it could could mean actually quite a good thing. We've done the numbers. We've done the Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic stuff. Um, Let's let's just take a a brief break to thank... Who is sponsoring this uh, this this episode of Star Wars Sessions? The main show is ParsecSabers.com. You heard them at the top. We love them. We met the guys at Star Wars Celebration. They were top guys. They're based in the UK and they make quality lightsabers. And they don't they don't charge an arm and a leg. Yeah, we wouldn't be collabing with them if we thought they were rubbish. And they're, they're not. They're really really decent guys. The lightsabers are fantastic. Um, I got a Luke Skywalker bad boy. That I'm going to be talking more about on next week's Ahsoka. Re- recap um can't wait to talk about that and play with that i'm gonna be making a cheeky little tiktok reel um but but we're we're just gonna cut straight to it guys you can use the code sessions for 10 percent off character inspired sabers you want an obi-wan saber get it mate you can get it parsecsabers.com yeah you want a luke skywalker one 
parsecsabers.com and use the code SESSIONS for 10% off. They also have a code SESSIONS5 for 5% off all their other Parsec Sabers because they've got lots of different uh, like categories, right? Categories, is that what you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got different categories. So they've got ones that are like... They're not necessarily in the Star Wars universe, but they're still obviously lightsabers. So you might want to use one of those if you're making your own character. Who knows? I've, I've seen cosplayers do that. They're great. ParsecSabers.com. They are the best. They're based in the UK. They're super friendly. And if you've got any questions, DM them on Instagram. That's what I love, mate. I know that's a really small thing, but you can just, you can talk to these guys on social media and they will reply to you. So ParsecSabers.com. Use the code SESSIONS for 10% off character inspired sabers. Um, that's our ad roll. Smooth, right? What do you, you reckon, mate? What was that out of 10? What would you give that out of 10? I'm leaning towards a 9 mate? out of 10. I'm, oh, I'm okay. leaning towards a 9. I think it was smooth, professional. You've got the voice for radio. Um, You've got the face for TV. Um, I, think you're, uh, I, think, I think you nailed it. I got in there before you could say anything. There, before <laughs> you misconstrued. And, um, and look, I'm not going to give you 10 because there's always room to improve. And I think no, next week's going to be better. It could, it could be me next week. And I've got to try mm. and beat that. The pressure is on mm. these chunky shoulders. But it's, it's getting a bit spicy in here, mate. I've just heard a brilliant, brilliant radio advertisement from yourself. Should we listen to some <laughs> of the fans? Listen to some of the listeners. What do they think about Ahsoka? We've got quite a few voice messages in from you guys this week. Let's start with a guy who 3D printed me a banging Stinger Mantis from the Star Wars Jedi games. This thing is boss. It's on our it's on our socials. Go check that out. Chris Fox, Kenobi Collects. What does he think about Ahsoka? Oi, oi, lads. Chris here. Just thought I'd drop you a quick little voice note around uh, my thoughts on episode one, two of Ahsoka. Silky. Mm-hmm. Pacing at the start, fantastic. I think the Rise of Skywalker really could have benefited from direction like that, um, mm-hmm. which fills me with a lot of confidence for Dave's movie, mm-hmm. um, especially around the whole map finding. Um, Sabine, I'm not sold on. Not her as a character, the story. I feel like she could quite easily have joined Ahsoka on this adventure as a Mandalorian with a lightsaber. She's had the darksaber. Mandalorians love weapons. There's no reason she couldn't have just gone along like that. We don't. I don't think we needed the you're my Jedi Padawan apprentice sort of thing, um, especially and trained in the ways of a Jedi. Especially because Ahsoka left the Jedi Order because. She didn't trust them, so why would she then want to be passing that on? But I'm going to trust the process and trust in Dave that he's got a plan. And hopefully, by the end, I'll share that vision. But at the moment, very much on the fence with Sabine slash Jedi training. Um, big fan of the new bad guys. Um, a lot of mystery around them, which is always good. And obviously, I'm just excited to see our big, big blue boy Thrawn, who we're all Thrawny for. So yeah. <laughs> Cheers, fellas. Keep up the great work. And I look forward to hearing your recaps each week. <laughs> we, we love it. <laughs> it came uh, out with we, words for Thrawn, which we can't say on air. <laughs> Other terms. <laughs> we are family-friendly people. We yes. are family-friendly. Um, that's right, Jamie Richards. Whenever we get Jamie <laughs> on the show, we can't whatever, him with, with him at Comic Guns, that's right. We're looking he at you, mate. K-pop. Listen, um... It's an interesting take, something I never thought of, you know, about just like letting Sabine be a Mandalorian. But arguably, who's to say that that's not really what they're 
doing? Like she still is a Mandalorian. You, you, we've seen her helmet. We've seen her wear her armor. Um, but yeah, I I hear you because it's that they are explicitly saying, oh yeah, to train as a Jedi and to learn the Jedi way. Maybe it's just because right now. Uh, from Sabine's point of view, the Mandalorian race, the Mandalorian culture just isn't there. It's non-existent. Yeah. And therefore, maybe she wants to just learn the ways of her, of her people that have survived a galactic empire, that maybe transcend what she might think is quite archaic in the in a, in, a, in a Mandalorian culture and where she originally come from and where she was really deserted from, right? Like she was kind of yeah. left to do her own th- thing. So maybe she doesn't really want to like reconnect with those roots. Maybe she wants to learn something new. That's my thinking. Um, what do you reckon? What do you reckon, yeah, nice. mate? No, I, I dig it. It's. Um, I, I'm glad that Ahsoka said in the latest episode she just wants Sabine to be her. I just want to be the best version of Sabine rather than yeah. being a Jedi or a Mando, which I, I like that. Um, and yeah, I mean, the idea that Ahsoka is very anti-Jedi but is also taking on a Padawan, using that terminology and teaching her kind of passing on what she has learned and assuming that she hasn't done her own studies outside of the order, which she probably has done. It's an interesting way, uh, thought, which I hadn't really thought about, but, um, so yeah, Sabine's character, I think most people generally seem to like her. Hera's, Hera and Mary Elizabeth Winstead seems to be the one that most people are most on the fence about. I don't really have an issue apart from, I can't mm. tell what color her eyes are. Um, I, but I, I like Sabine and all of the cast so far, but mm. he may, he mentioned the baddies. Uh, Balin, mm. Balin has got a presence, and we know he's, you know, he's Balin Swole. He's got a presence about him. He doesn't say that much, but he says enough. And mm. Shin, Shin Hattie, Shin Baddy, uh, fab, fantastic. I really can't wait to see where they go. Uh, so three episodes in, mate, we we finally got some good villains. <laughs> I, I love, I love the villains, mate. From the get go, yeah. from from that first scene, Balin and Shin. Shin just steals the show, mate. Shin, Balin, they they complement each other so, yeah. so, so, so well. Uh, I like the little mention of Dave Filoni as well. Yeah, I really do. I really do. I think he's a very capable director. And, get credit and, for and, Dave, yeah. and really, this is at the beginning of his career. This is at the beginning of his journey. Um, we got another voice message, right? We, well, we got a few. We got a few voice messages that we're going to be unwrapping and unraveling. Thanks for sending that in, Chris, mate. Big love. Um, Eamon Jacobs, you know him, you love him. Let's hear it. Let's hear from him. Hello, gents. It's always a good day when we get new Star Wars, and surprise, surprise, I loved the first two episodes of Ahsoka. Hmm. The atmosphere and the mystery surrounding Thrawn feels far more intriguing than some of the other shows we've had, and while these characters aren't new by any stretch thanks to Clone Wars and Rebels, the way that they've been brought into live action brings a new sense of life to the galaxy. Personally, I thought Natasha Lou Bordizzo absolutely killed it as Sabine Wren, and I appreciated how the series isn't afraid to develop its characters through quieter moments and not just mm. focusing on like flashy lightsaber jewels. Yep. So yes, they were pretty damn cool too. And that last scene of the second episode, which replicates the Rebels finale, hits Ooh. even harder with all that extra context. Uh, I'll stop now, because if I don't, I'll waffle on more than that senator on Lothal. So cheers, lads. <laughs> Keep it spicy, and may the force be with you. 
you keep Ryder as Ardy's name out of your mouth. Um, proper journalist, Eamon Jacobs. He doesn't subscribe to clickbait. He's he's all about integrity and journalistic integrity. Um, yeah. Good shout, Eamon, mate. There, talking about Sabine, there is a shout out to Natasha Liu Bordizzo, who I found out is Australian the other day. I thought she was American, but she is a Sydney native. Um mm. I like her as Sabine, and yeah, I, I that, that final shot. You know, I, I I mentioned in the first recaps that I like that final shot doesn't make sense if it's the one from Rebels because, like, do you remember? I, I could be wrong, probably am, but do you remember at the end of the Rebels? Sabine's looking out over the veranda, and looking at Lothar, and she's like, "Oh, I've been sitting here waiting for the attack that never came, except the time that woman came and stabbed me in the gut. Other than that, nothing ever came. Doesn't mm-hmm. work in mm-hmm. concert. So that mm-hmm. now doesn't work. So I, I, and and then I still think that the rebels one was the original ending was the original meeting. They trained, something happened and then they've just recreated the rebels one because, because it was great and they wanted to do it in live action. I could be wrong and I probably am. It probably is actually just the season two finale and that's where it starts. But if so, they've, you know, gone a long way to showing that. Um, but yeah, good shout there, Eamon, mate. Uh, yeah, good point. Uh, pacing over action has been pretty good, but the action has also been very good too, but proper journey, isn't he? He knows what he's on about. He knows it and he loves it, mate. I love a bit of Eamon. I love the positivity, mate. And, I, and it's the breathing. I, I love that it's getting mentioned. You know, the, the episodes breathe. They have moments and not afraid to have moments. Here no. for it. Um, up next, we got Ooh. another cheeky little voicemail <laughs> from someone you may have heard of. Um, maybe if you went to Cantina 2. You might have had a little sight of him or any any Comic-Con or Star Wars celebration in the last few years. It's the one, it's the only, it's Darth Elvis. Hot dang, baby, Darth Elvis here. Star Wars sessions, oi, oi. Looking forward to catching <laughs> up with you guys for a curry. But meanwhile, Ahsoka Tano, Ahsoka seasons one, uh, season one, episodes one and two. Outstanding work. Dave Filoni, I salute you, sir. What a great kickoff to this series. I love the opening crawl. Uh-huh. Um, I thought the actress who plays Sabine was incredible. Really, really oh. good mm. interpretation mm. of the character. Um, Mary Elizabeth as Hera. Looking it's forward back to seeing Scottish more. Now. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I can't wait for the next episode. And the end of the the second episode there, the homage to season four of Rebels, the last episode, was just incredible. Yeah. So this is Darth Elvis. Hot dang, baby. Peace out. Take care of yourselves and each other. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Speak to you soon. Oi, oi. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what a lad. Oi, oi. Oi, oi, Darth Elvis. You smashed it at Cantina too, mate. What what, what, a beautiful swan song. That was his swan song, wasn't it? It that was, was yeah. his final way to go out. Oh, what a ledge. What a ledge. Positivity, mate. Positivity. A lot of love for Sabine, right? Mm. A lot of love for Sabine. And this is something, again, that I noticed on the interwebs that people were just like loving her. I think she was kind of like the the breakout star of of yeah. the first two episodes, really. I saw more praise for her than any other character, more than Ahsoka, ironically. So looking forward to see what, seeing where the season goes, mate, with, with her. But thanks for sending that in, Darth, mate. You're an absolute lad. Put your blue suede shoes up, mate, and enjoy your uh, enjoy your musical retirement. Uh, just want to shout out as well. There is a lot of love for Filoni, but let's not forget Steph Green directed parts two and three very, very well as well. Obviously under oh, yeah. Dave's show running and his writing, uh, but yeah, the first no, the first episode it shows that Dave has got the tools uh, and the talent 
to step up now to the big leagues. No disrespect to animation, but it is, they are chalk and cheese in terms of direction. Um, and yeah. I, I've enjoyed what he's doing, but yeah, Steph Green killed it in the book of Boba Fett. It's doing a great job here. Looking forward to seeing what the next batch of directors give us. But yeah, Darth Elvis, thank you so much for that, mate. You're a lad. Speaking of Star, Star Wars Celebration, somebody else who we met at Star Wars Celebration, that Bibbs Bash, who turned up to the bash as Ahsoka, as a fantastic <laughs> Togruta. It's a Togruta Jedi, mate. It's Meline, and Ahsoka super fan. Let's hear what she has to say about <gasps> Ahsoka. Hey guys, just finished episode three and wow, this is like by far like the most amazing episode. Um, so far in the series, just a lot of like super action packs, space battle, lightsaber training montage, um, really great dynamic between Ahsoka and Sabine, like really developing and, and uh, you know, their relationship, which I thought was great. And then obviously the Purgles, wow, mm. Purgles. I mean, I told you from the beginning, I wanted to see Purgles. And they were Purgles. So I am really, really excited. Um, and then also what was really interesting is a little bit more of this sort of post, post-war time, um, political, um, environment with, you know, Mamothma that's now, um, come into it. And you're like, yeah, actually, you know, sort of leaders during the war are maybe not accepted as leader, leaders post-war. So Hera kind of being pushed aside. Um, just mm. really excited for next week. That's a good show. I liked that comment at the end there, mate, that leaders during the war in this mm. new era of prosperity and the new Republic maybe aren't recognized anymore for what they've done. They're, they're just the war generals. They're not here to bring peace to the galaxy in a political, political stage. I like that point. Mm, yeah, no, me too, mate. Me too. It's, I love that all of these series, and maybe, maybe I forgot to mention that, and really I lost sight of that when we were doing the Ahsoka recap this week for for, for the third episode of yeah. Ahsoka. Um, maybe I lost sight of the fact that, yeah, the, uh, Ahsoka's going hand-in-hand hand with Mandalorian and Boba Fett and uh, all the other shows, really, in telling us what the state of the political landscape is, how it is for your everyday people to to up and that political hierarchy, um, and it's interesting that yeah, these these imperfections just come through, and and mm. it, it goes to show if you don't get it right, if you don't make the right decisions, yeah, evil prevails, and 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 it, it, it can create division and uh yeah i loved that i loved love loved that scene in Ep- a- a- ahsoka episode three this this show is doing a lot ahsoka's doing a lot it's setting us up a new big bad it's setting us up new new uh spiritual aspects of star wars like a new iteration of jedi or baddies like who knows of shin and balan mm. and even with ahsoka herself she's still not you know, fully like, oh, that, the Jedi, that's the old stuff. You know, that's yeah. the old Jedi order. It's doing a lot, mate, and I'm here for it. I love it. Thank you so much for sending that uh, through, Meline. It was great meeting you at Celebration. Um, and who, who knows, maybe see me in Japan, maybe not, or hopefully come back to London. Let's know. Let's know when you're back in town. Um, we've, we've, got, we've got another message. We've got a few more, I think, just a few more. This one is from an absolute ledge. It's the Holobinator, Ross Holobon. Let's, let's hear it, mate. Let's hear it. Maddie and Luke, this is Disco Leader reporting in. 
The yes. start of Ahsoka had me spray painting purple and orange hearts all across Indiana. Dave Filoni and friends faced the tough task of introducing the series to new fans while serving ghost crew crazies like all of us session sickheads. The first pair of yes. episodes weren't perfect, but I love them all the same. Sabine's introduction with a Star Wars rock and roll track was spot on. New baddies with lightsabers and Balin's skull and Shin Hati were wicked. We got Chopper's sass. Tension yeah. between just about everyone and a mm-hmm. night sister determined to bring Thrawn back into the equation. Bring on round three, Ross signing out. Wow. <laughs> that energy. <laughs> He loved it, didn't he? Uh, Ross is an absolute king, isn't he? Of Ross Cinnabon. He's an absolute king. Um, if you don't follow Ross, check him out. He is such a cool dude. He loves films as well, so please do check him out for that. And he loves music. So I'm not surprised to hear that he has zeroed in on Sabine, 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 her intro, having that rock and roll background music. And you can yeah. get a, it is on YouTube. I don't think it's not the official one yet. The official music is actually coming out in the middle of September just for everyone to know the, for the first okay. four episodes from the kind of lads uh, that's coming out in the middle of September, but you can get a version of it on, on YouTube. And I had a listen the other day. And I was like, yeah, this is a really, this is a really filthy riff. I quite, I quite enjoy that. But uh, Ross, I got the understanding that you quite enjoyed this, but you can't wait to see what's coming next. I like the fact though, that in amongst all the positivity and paper, painting of the purple and orange hearts that he said that the first few episodes, they weren't perfect, but there's still more to come. So I dig that. Love that. I love that approach and attitude, you know, to anything, right? If you if you're if you're saying to yourself, yeah, I'm going to watch the whole series, enjoy it. It's not it's not going to answer all of your questions all at once. I remember feeling this exact way about Mando season one, Mando season two, and Andor season one because all of them had issues at the beginning i remember coming out of andor season one thinking that was a bit slow in places you know it's yep. different it's it's high quality but it's different and yet now i look back and i think oh mate if only i knew what, what <laughs> it was warming up to you know and sometimes we all need a bit more of that patience right ross yep. you're a ledge i love your attitude to it and i'm glad you're enjoying it mate it's 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 lovely. It's an absolute joy to hear um we got one more voice message that we've kind of like merged Right, we're merging these two bad boys. We've got yeah. Pura Cosplay, Cody, who we met in person at the Ahsoka event in London the so other week, cool. which was an absolute pleasure. Um, and I'll, I'll, I won't announce the last one, but you might know him and you might love him. But I can't wait to hear from him. Let's 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 play it, Matty boy. I really liked the first two episodes. I thought they really set up the stakes quite well. I thought the music and puppetry were amazing, especially with the loft cats. Mm. Um, but the show looks amazing and it feels really real here and chopper are really funny and the whole situation on the ship was really cool to see as well mm. um but i think the standout thing was the villains they're not irredeemably evil but they are definitely a threat which i think really echoes what thrawn is um he is a threat but he's not like irredeemably evil and i think that's kind of cool to see oh okay what's happening by yours I'm just going to give you my thoughts on Ahsoka, I mean uh, Rebel Season 5. Anyway, it's absolutely, so far, fantastic. Um, I think it looks stunning. It's got a lot of uh, prequel and sequel and a freaking prequel love to it. Um, The Rebels characters look awesome. Ahsoka looks amazing. There's some cracking villains and let's hope we just keep building and turning into an awesome season. And remember, Palpatine loves to have a cup of tea with Thrawn. 
It's got the royal seal of approval, mate. Do you know what? Do you know on the back of like a bog roll or your dairy milk, it has um, like the royal stamp and it says like, yes. by order of his majesty, the king or queen. Yeah. This yeah. Ahsoka now has that stamp on it by with approval of the King of Wales. Um, thank you both for that, Cody. It's lovely to meet you and your fella in London. Um, thank you for no, for, for recognising who we were, which is more amazing than anything. But um, Thrawn yeah, being weird. irredeemably not being irre- sorry being irredeemably not evil. I mm. I like that point because Thrawn isn't Thrawn is a bad guy. I think people. That, that, let's not get that wisecraft. Thrawn is a bad guy. You know, he absolutely leveled Lothar when, at the end of Rebels and was trying to kill the Rebels and end their rebellion. His motivation for doing it is to protect his own people. So there's that whole the villain thinks he's the hero thing. But of course, he's not like it, it, he's not quite the moustache twirling villain, though at times he kind of is. But he, he 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 attacks with his mind. He attacks with his strategies and his tactics rather than his fists and a blaster only when necessary. And I like that we're getting that kind of villain. You could say the same about Palps, of course, but this is a this is a different type of villain. So I'm I'm excited to see when we finally do get to see Grand Admiral Thrawn live uh, on screen with Lars Mikkelsen playing him. Cannot wait for that. Um, hearing that rock and roll as well, mate, was great. The King of Wales is all over that. Very positive so far. I haven't heard anything negative, and we do welcome comments which are go against the grain. But those two, mate, again continue in the positive trend i love the rock the rock song i'm so here for it i've just gone like i've gone from being like oh that's a bit different that's a bit weird to oh yeah to oh yeah that's that might just be so good so good ahsoka dano Yeah, you know it, mate. You know it. It's been an absolute joy. It's been an absolute joy uh, hearing what people have got to say about Ahsoka. Uh, but we've 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 not finished there. We've not going to. We're not going to finish there. We've got more of your comments coming. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, don't worry, guys. <laughs> we'll get you on the show. Don't worry about that. But yeah, I mean, after all that, mate. Critically, fans, audience. I don't want to say it's it's not quite a mixed bag. I think it is more positive than negative. Having gone through what we've just done, there are there are negative people out there who are in a professional, um, professional capacity. Ben Travers at IndieWire he says at least we have and or Fred Topel United Press International Ahsoka proves as dramatically inert as Boba Fett and Obi Wan. But then everyone we've just heard from the fans were really 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 digging it andy webster the verge what the show really excels at is creating that sense of mythology and mystery that really is at the core mm. of star wars and the the last one i picked out rachel leishman from the mary sue fantastic writer she said the series really does feel like it's a perfect post return of the jedi story it's bright it's funny but it also has moments where the emotional weight of what is happening is clearly felt by the characters it's funny how the positive ones actually give reasons and back up their positivity where the negative ones are like yeah it's a bit like the other ones in it not very good no no come on. feed the machine a bit now give us a bit on what what you feel but overall though mate i think the consensus is positive we're hoping oh, by the end of season episode a aren't we that it just stays like that i think you will do i think you will. yeah i i have a feeling it will i have a feeling it will but let's watch this space they could give us a jack black you know return of jack black and lizzo <laughs> though they won't put lizzo in it probably right now edit her <laughs> out uh, <Yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> but you know, listen, listen. Um, there are going to, there's always going to be people, even like critics. There are critics that just don't like Star Wars. Yeah, 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 yeah. And of course, and that's life. That's fine. And they don't have to get it. We get it. We adore it. We love it. And maybe we're a bit biased to it, and we give it allowances. But there, there is a reason why Star Wars has been relevant since 1977. There is no other IP or mythology like it right now. And Ahsoka, as of right now, I, I think is a beautiful contribution to that mythology. Hey, what's up? It's Taylor Gray, a.k.a. Ezra Bridger, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. I hope you enjoy the show. They don't really drink in Ahsoka. We know Sabine can't move a cup, but she'll get there eventually. But we are going to buck that trend and we're going to go and have a drink because we've pulled the Essex Falcon up outside of our favourite dusty drinking hole, the Bantina. And the only question that remains, my friend, is... <gasps> shall we? Let's do it. Yeah, come on, come on, come on. Can I offer you a libation to celebrate the closing of our shared narrative? A libation, can I persuade you to join us for a drink? Oxy, give me the spiciest drink you got. Pour me another Parkell and Sling. Where are you going, Master? For a drink? Yes, it's getting crowded in here because people are. People want to hear what you lot have to say about Ahsoka. They know that each week here in the Bantina, we hear from you lot, the greatest listeners in the galaxy. We have a couple of Kefbis, and we want to hear your thoughts on what we have been discussing. So... This week, though, we wanted to know your initial thoughts on the opening salvo of Ahsoka episodes. We got some naughty comments as per, didn't we, mate? Yes, we did, mate, big time. Um, I'm going to start on the old Instagram. Uh, Mo, Mo Sisler246 yeah. says, It was just okay for me. Not a fan of how certain characters were given an upgrade. Villains on Chopper were great. Hopefully it improves <laughs> as the season goes on, but I'm sorry to say the first two episodes were a 5 or a 6 out of 10 for me. I'm happy for all my fellow fans, though. And that got three likes as well. That was actually one of the most liked comments on our post. We got, loads, we got loads of responses, by the way. Um, Eve, as well, he wasn't like the biggest fan. Um, there are a few people like oh, it just doesn't doesn't quite meet my expectation. It looks a bit fan filmy. Um, that geek Andy said absolutely enjoyed it. Oh my gosh, Chopper MVP. <laughs> James <laughs> Thompson says something really interesting. He says after the recent disappointing Mandoverse projects, Mando season three and the Book of Boba Fett, I wasn't overly excited. So I sat down yesterday and was very uh, happy with it. It felt so star wars and that's what i love i'm so excited to see where this series goes and i can't wait to see thrawn my favorite character in all of fiction all of fiction finally in live action and for him to become a more well-known character it was so good (laughs) there you go james mate you've done it (laughs) we got we got a load more comments and the vast majority were incredibly positive probably a reflection of who interacts with us on instagram as well but um matty boy let's uh, let's go over to like twitter and facebook what what, what else or x whatever the heck it's called now um twitter. i know what it's called i know what it's called i know what it's called just yeah what are, what are people saying mate um you know what facebook was was popping off uh, if you're not on the facebook 
uh, sessions page come and join up we get a lot of comments on there for people who only are on facebook so uh, that one was very popular uh, and i'm just having a look at some of the comments and we got you know both sides of the spectrum michael turpin said it's a very definition of meh ray stevenson mm. was great it looked and it sounded great but everything else was just meh i'm sorry mm. Uh, Colin Rook said, top job, thoroughly enjoyed it. Chris Wiseman, stellar start, music is top shelf, and Balen is a unit. Uh, we've got so many more, but one I wanted to quickly throw at Luke. This one's from Craig Pyra. He said, love it, especially the colour and vibrancy of Sabine's hair, Luke. Just coming <laughs> off the back of your comment about Sabine's hair in <laughs> recap. Have you grown on her hair at all? It's grown on her head, but have you grown uh, on it at all? <laughs> Not, I mean, I would tone it down a little bit, but then again, I suppose if you tone it down, you'd get uh, Jason Sindela's hair, which is just a dark green, but it still looks really shiny. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. No comment. No comment. I will reserve my final verdict for the end of the season. I will revisit visit it. What, what was the gent's name? Was it a gent? Craig it? Pyra. Yeah, Craig. Right. Craig, yeah. leave it with me, mate. Leave it with me. Thanks for commenting, though, buddy. Appreciate it. What a lad. Um, running over to X quickly. Uh, again, a lot of lot of very, very positive comments on there. Lots of GIFs. I do enjoy a GIF. Um, mm. Nada Maktari, who has just absolutely crushed an Empire subscription magazine cover with her Dune poster. Yeah, One brilliant. of the best art- artists in the country, bar none. She said, very nice, in capital letters, with a full stop as well. Uh, Johnny Orm, in absolute awe. I can't wait for the next episode. I've done a rewatch already. And right up the top there, Joe Ritchie, Darth Mucky. He said he's stunned by how incredible Ahsoka is. Dave Filoni is a genius. Kevin Kinder's music is incredible. The acting is fantastic. Uh, no complaints whatsoever. Oh. So very, very positive there, mate. I, I, I don't believe still, I've seen some people say this, and I've got, mm. I've got to put it on a record. Go I don't on. believe Dave Filoni should be given the keys to the kingdom just yet. I've seen people saying that Dave has now proven that he should be running Lucasfilm. No, Dave I, cannot run Lucasfilm. Dave can show run a show very well so far. We're only a couple of episodes in, guys. Let's wait till he get this series done, get the film done. Let's see what the landscape of the industry looks like before we even consider that. But I do want to throw credit to Dave. I've you know every now and then I, I have a bit of fun at Dave's expense. You know, it chucks a soaker and everything and all that. But I've always said I love Dave. I really do, uh, and I'm glad, so glad to see that he's hit the ground running from Mando yeah. all the way up to now. Ahsoka leading into his film, mate. Yeah, that's it, mate. That's it. And I, th- I, you know, with the whole Lucasfilm thing, I think there'll be a restructuring. I don't Simple. think it'll be like how we have it right now. I don't think like the president will be be all and end all. And a bit like how George had it. George had a president, like a numbers person as the president. You know, yeah. Kathy's not particularly a numbers person. She's a producer, right? So... <laughs> But anyway, anyway, it's been an absolute joy and an absolute pleasure looking through all the comments and getting all the all the voicemails in the main main discussion. It was absolutely fantastic. So thank you so much for commenting, everyone. It's been amazing. Sorry if we didn't get to yours. We'll try and get to them another time. Thank you so much. For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be so good best podcast best podcast 
That's podcast. That's right. Spice is part of the Bunchinos Patreon questions section. Uh, and to kick us off this week is a big boy Bell. He resides over in France, but he's always in our hearts. Uh, he says, oh. with the third season of The Bad Batch being confirmed as lost, and with Disney's ongoing cost containment initiative, do you think we'll be getting a mainline animated show to replace it? anytime soon assuming there is another one when and what do you think it will be centered around and when and what would you like it to be centered around bit of a long and wordy question but hey what else would you expect from me keep it spicy gents um matty boy let me throw it over to you mate big boy bill me and big boy bill shared the best kind of burger van burger we've both ever had outside our hotel at celebration it's like 13 quid but it's genuinely really good um yeah. don't know why i said that but when i think of big boy bill i just think of like beef and burgers um big boy burger do I bell, think, mate. Big, okay, burger, <laughs> burger bell um do i think there'll be a mainline animated show to replace anytime soon no i don't think there will be i think cost and cost cutting initiative or cost containment uh top multiplied by strikes there mm. will not be a mainline one what if we've heard about that we've heard that's coming in 2025 potentially no interest in that whatsoever stick it in the bin tales of the jedi 2 uh we believe that's coming 2024 i think disney said that themselves uh but again they're not mainline they're just short small anthologies so i don't think we're going to get one anytime before 2026 which i think is crazy unless of course they've got one in the pipeline which they're working on which they just can't announce because of the strikes um i've said it what i'd like i want one set in the sequel trilogy era whether i want one i'd like one to be uh i like it to kind of cover the era because the sequels from force awakens to tross is what 18 months 12 to 18 it ain't long i think you can do a series which covers that uh resistance started doing it when they showed um hosni and prime being blown up by star killer we had the overlap i think we need some of that or set it just before the force awakens let us see the political side of it like the clone wars did let's see what's going on behind the scenes with the first order as a rise to power a little bit you've got the disney gave us the sequels give us more and i know that i think kathy came out recently as well and said that we haven't finished those characters They're, they'll be coming back don't worry about that and even adam driver said i would absolutely come back as ben solo if they, are, if they ask me mm-hmm. you know they're, they're hopefully he will be with the new films but you know, there, there's an appetite out there regardless of what people will tell you so i want it to be set in in the sequels mate when do i think it will be set i think it'll be set in the high republic i think they're going to try and capitalize on that with phase three i think is the last publishing phase which ends next year sometime they're not just going to leave the high republic to die especially with the acolyte coming out so i think they'd do something high republican but i want something sequelly just to continue that side of it as well but good question though. what about you mate did you um ever see the rugrats Yes, I did. Yes. Okay. Well, Rugrats did a show. There was like all grown up or something like that. Rugrats all grown up. Like they could do the same thing with the um, Young Jedi Adventures. You know, they could do. They could do like the same characters from Young Jedi Adventures and give it a bit like Skeleton Crew. Just like have these like teenagers maybe go on an adventure and it's animated and it's High Republic. That sounds sick. I would be <laughs> in. I would love that. I'd be like, yeah, brilliant. That's like the perfect animation show. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. 
the what if, mate. I know we chatted about this on the podcast. I think it was last month or whenever it was. Yeah, I'm not here for it, mate. I'm not here for it. I'm not interested in a, a waste what of resources. So it's so blatantly just like, oh, Marvel did a what if. Let's do a what if as yes. well because we're under the Disney umbrella. There isn't any like, no one's gone. Oh, do you know what would be really cool? Let's do a what if. No one do it in that. the comics. Do it. Do it. Even that, mate. I just I, there's no there's it, it. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it doesn't no. mean especially when. In, in Marvel, I mean, it doesn't mean much in Marvel, but at least in Marvel, you do have like, like the, the, the multiverse parallel universe thing, right? Mm-hmm. So you can go, well, this probably did happen in a universe somewhere else, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. that doesn't happen in Star Wars. So it means even less. I'm not here for it, mate. I think, uh, yeah, High Republic thing is, is really realistic. Uh, from what we have heard, they are well aware that they are they will need to create an animated show at some point, Matthew yeah. Bell. Yeah, Matty Bell. I don't know why he called, called you Matthew, mate. Well, you don't call him Matthew. Because that's what it Bell. comes through. It's your Patreon, but Matty Bell, whatever. Um, absolute legend, mate. Hopefully you can uh, swing another cheeky MCM Comic Con in October mm. trip. Let's see. I don't want any lame excuses. Oh, renovating my house. Wow. <laughs> I'm decorating. Wow. Now nah, get out. Come on, London City Airport job. Done. Um, right, what else we got, Matty boy? <laughs> Lukey Boy is very persuasive, isn't he, Jimmy Adams? Uh, the next one is from Kieran, <laughs> T77. This is, a, this is a fun one. Uh, this one is, uh, being Star Wars fans, we love aliens and spaceships. Recently, a former Air Force intelligence officer testified to Congress that the US government knows all about UFOs and that crash-flying sources have been retrieved and reverse-engineered. Uh, they're now called YouTubers. In the UK, we've had over <laughs> 1,000 UFO sightings in the last two years. What are your thoughts on UFOs? Have we been visited by alien life? forms on other worlds or is it a load of old poodoo may the force be with you kieran in Charlbury. somebody else we finally met a celebration kieran's basically saying mate aliens all over star wars we know you love an alien luke are mm. they real are they actually coming to earth or is it just a, we've been spun some yarn here mate i'm hoping that one day i'll just wake up and uh, there'll be a ponder baba at the end of my bed i'm like I, i'll just Purring. lift up my i'll lift up my duvet i'm like all right and he's just looking at me <laughs> and I'm like oh alright okay all right, uh, let's go downstairs and have some porridge um <laughs> thank you thank you listen I, I think I'm a big fan of history right I'm a big big fan yep. of history and history proves that when we think we know everything as a race as humanity usually we don't yeah. um, we get things uh, wrong a lot um and i don't i don't want to dive too deep into it because uh, like dude this is like a this is a three-hour conversation some of what's been revealed and some of what's been seen is is you know no doubt very complex and very unusual um but yeah i think there's more to the world's events than meets the eye without trying to get too personal right i i yeah I'll pass that over to you, mate. But no, I'll dig it, mate. What, what, what do you think? Um, did nobody see the end of Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? <laughs> we saw aliens and the head blew up and they couldn't <laughs> comprehend it. So I think that's what we're dealing with here. Mate, that's true. Look, I'd love to believe that there's something out there. If, if, it's, if Star Wars has taught us anything, there's different galaxies. We can't be the only one. But I think the aliens we're dealing with will be some kind of form of bacteria or something like that, like an alien substance. I don't think it's going to be the the men with the green head and the big black eyes. But um, 
dude, uh, it, like you said, Lukey Boy, it is a, it's a complex, it's a fun question when you think about it as well, but um, I don't think that it'd be anything quite like Star Wars, obviously, but, you know, uh, are we alone out there? <laughs> it's a greedo. I don't think so. Greedo is out there. He still, he still <laughs> can't get shot off, but, um, yeah, do I think we're alone? Probably not, but I'm also not somebody who kind of looks up at the night sky every night and thinks the truth is out there, but... You know, this stuff that we've heard recently is very interesting, and I'm looking forward to seeing more of it uh, as we uh, hearing more of it as it uh, gets released slowly and surely, mate. I'd say, like, watch this space. I think that's yes. an interesting Oops, way to, you know, watch. Oh, oh, love it though. Cheers, though, mate, Kieran from Charlbury. Where's that? Where's Charlbury? I do don't know? know. I can't. No, I don't. Like I am going to. Who's going to be the first you to Google, do it? You Google it quick and I'll do the next question. I want to okay. know where that is. I can't remember the accent. I don't know if he had an accent or not. He well, we've all got accents, accent. but you know what I mean. Um, Matt Chitty. Is... Matt Chitty the Fitty. He says, with the real world impact on upcoming schedules, do you see Disney Plus utilizing existing footage to release maybe more galleries or behind the scenes to fill this gap? Utilizing existing interviews, etc., or speaking to people outside the unions to fill up more content um matt number one do you know where charlbury is or if it's pronounced I, like that i do where is it it's in west oxfordshire england so in oxfordshire oh not that far. far away then not that far away not well closer to you than me closer but yeah me, not yeah. a million miles away um in between london and birmingham basically yes more or less and maybe M40. cotswolds area cotswolds beautiful man mm. um yeah, what, what were you saying to uh, old Fitty the Chitty's uh, uh, question? What are you saying? Uh, Matt, Matt Chitty's a legend. I've got another, another con story. Matt Chitty's the guy who comes to our <laughs> booth at LFCC with nothing to start with. Two hours later, he'll come back with a bag of four pops. <laughs> Six hours later, he comes back with four pops, a black series and three what? autographs. And that just <laughs> escalates until the last day. And he's like, oh, I don't think I've, I've only bought a few things. Like, Yo, he's a lad, isn't he, Chitty? Oh, he's got like um, two huge bags, like those Ikea bags, you know, those blue bad boys <laughs> yeah, that you can just yeah. shove them all in. Yeah, he's got he's, two of them. He's great, that man is. Um, yeah, I think bad. this is a great shout. I would, I would certainly like to think that they would do this be, with the uncertainty going on about what is actually going to be coming out. Mm. on disney plus in the next year because remember guys we mentioned we went into we went into this on our podcast and that's where i shall keep the information um but skeleton crew is supposed to be coming out in two months mate just keep that in mind uh we have heard nothing about it um and everything else that we're supposed to be getting as well acolyte and or if they are going to be pushed back disney have got to come out with some contingency will they have will they have time to properly piece something together and put it out to the quality that they want maybe it just depends in terms of like the galleries, mm. it depends what they have. Are they get that? They're not going to be able to get people in to record new information for behind the scenes. And I know um, Matt says about getting people outside of the unions, but for me, I love the idea of getting people who uh, people who work very much behind the scenes, like the carpenters of the series, and talk about how the props are made. I'm into all that as a filmmaking, but yeah. but is that going to be what people want? If they're like, oh, we've got the new Obi Wan gallery, and it's about how they made this ship it's not going to capture people's minds maybe they could give us some more biome stuff like they did on may the 4th the other year like stuff like that which was mental but it's a little bit different there's no more mm. of those simpsons ones but so i don't know mate is the short answer i'd like to think that they have a plan in case so they don't have a year of nothing other than bad batch tales of the jedi 
uh, but anything kind of main live live action. I don't think they got the time, mate, or the resource, or the material to put it together. But I think this is a great mm. shout and a way to fill the gap. But what about you, mate? Do you reckon that they could release some BTS documentaries to fill these time periods? Potentially, potentially, yeah. I, I, I could see that happening. I could see that happening. Um, I mean, they, they, they. I'd love to, yeah. They will, they will. In short, yeah. yes, they will. I think they do it anyway. I think they record, they make all of these shows with the intention of getting like okay. a director yeah. there who does, who's like, right, I'm doing the behind the scenes stuff. When you got a minute, can I borrow you? Can I borrow you? Can I borrow you for this interview? Can I film that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think we're going to get stuff regardless. Mm-hmm. They might, they might stretch it out as a series or something. A bit like how they did for Mando season one. Oh, I do you remember that? that? For Mando season one, with Disney. Gallery, excuse me. Roundtables, weren't they? Yeah, they were roundtable, but they've not done that since because that does take a lot of effort and a lot of time to but do. They were that. the best so, ones to me. Yeah, I would, I would agree. So good. I would agree. The Mando season three one was 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 not all that. <laughs> it was not all that. Like, I don't think I, we even I, covered it on podcast, mate. We're just like, it's fine. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right, but yeah, it's it was just it was okay. It was okay. A bit all over the place, if anything. That season one was was very very special. Um, Matt, I think you're spat on. Uh, spat on. <laughs> Spot on. Enough <laughs> of that. <laughs> poor, poor bloke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but thanks, thanks for being a patron, mate. And thank you for always being like lovely with us at cons, coming up and chatting to us. You're an absolute ledge. Hopefully, see you at our watch along later next month september well this month september once we announce it of course once we've got it out there watch us like do it like oh it's not in september it's going to be a different day after this <laughs> january you 24 we got one Hello. more question in we mate we got one more question this is going to confuse me this is because i could always get them mixed up one of them anyway this is from alex fletcher and it starts with hi boys jason here right i always think jason is alex <laughs> it's a long-running thing um alex is jason they're a couple they're wonderful they're scottish uh maybe they're no darth elvis <laughs> the question from jason though is you are tasked with hunting down and capturing cad bane in his prime during the clone wars and need to assemble a team of three non-force sensitives to carry this out who you both picking keep it spicy cowboy hats now uh, jason is probably cad bane's biggest fan uh, mm. he's got a huge tome to him we met uh, Dorian Kinji didn't we at NFCC last year he's an absolute mm-hmm. lad um, but Jason wants to know mate if we had to assemble three non-sensitive non-force sensitive people to take down Cad Bane and capture him who are you going for mate non-force users well it's got to be uh, Daddy Dinjarin to do all the hard stuff Ooh, you know because oh, that's, that's a good shout not being funny oh, d- during the um, practice it's during the Clone Wars. During the Clone Wars. Oh, yeah, no, it does say. Yeah. In his prime during Clone Wars. I'll so, still say, I'll still say Din. I'm going to stick with I'll it. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I, I don't care if he's a kid. Because Cad will be, Cad'll be like, I've got to, like, kill this youngling. And um, what he's not going to see, what he's not going to see is the, the dark, the dark breaths of... Uh, and the, the the thing is right cad bane is all well and good and a bit of a buff daddy but he's not you know up against a, a watto and mm. some mm. some money 
I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing oh, it. Oh, it's a good shout. What a toy dairy. I don't even exactly. need the other person. You just go. What? I don't even need it. Have have din. Have a young din as 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 the bait. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Watto is going to be <laughs> sniping him clean through and through that bit of the brain to that bit of the brain, left, right, gotcha. <laughs> clean. So nobody else, just those two. That's that's what just those that's what two, mate. Straight I up. dig it, mate. Straight up. I dig it. Throw in, throw in a clone trooper. Why not a, a clone trooper with with a with a blind with an addiction to something? You know why not? So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just letting him riff now. I'm just sitting back, hands behind my head, letting him go. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't come in, Matt. Come in, rescue <laughs> oh, the back. conversation. Rescue um, it. No, go on. You give, you give a proper answer. Proper. Well, it's funny because my third one is similar to yours. I'm going for mate. First one is Grievous. Grievous is going to absolutely murder Cad Bane. Straight up, he's going to slice him into um, Duros burgers. Um, Padme, aggressive negotiations. You know, you, you, know, you, you can't talk to. Cadbane, you have to negotiate aggressively. Plus, also Padme, and I struggled to think of a third one that wasn't that massive buff shark, Riff Thompson. So instead, I just went oh, for yeah. Rex because clones. I thought I was like, I've got to chuck a clone in there because it's the clone one. I was like, the first one I could think of was Rex. Now I'd probably change that to Bly because of you. Um, Sick. But I was really expecting you to say Zero the Hut. I don't know why. I was like, he's definitely going to pick Zero. Why? I Why don't know because you always pick the weird, wonderful ones. Ponda Baba mate would have him. He'd he'd, he'd be around yep. Yeah. Ponda Baba would have him easy, no problem. I'm looking at my power of the force. What else? Um, Tuscan Raider. Tuscan Raider could have him. Good shot. Yeah, good shot. Yeah. I don't um, have any of those. Uh, I've got a Grease Droitus card. I don't think Greasy Money's going to be doing I'm, anything. I'm, is I'm he? reluctant to say Bib because Bib's, you know. Bib's more yeah. of a office man, you know. Yeah, he's a clever. He's a white worker. collar, white collar, you know. Yeah. So, I agree, mate. Saw Guerrero would take him out. Honestly, I think uh, Cad would have his day. Yeah, with a lot of people, but Grievous, yeah, he's not going to be Grievous. <laughs> Grievous is going to really? murk him Come all on. day. Jason, Come mate, on, Jason. your job is to Sort convince me and Luke, by the sound of it, that Cad Bane could take Grievous down. Yeah. Go on, and you what, hear about what, it, mate. What? And if Cad Bane's getting a takeaway, what's his what's his takeaway choice? If you love him so much, you know him so well, yeah, <laughs> let us know. Yeah. When you go marry him, Don't yeah, leave Alex and go out of Cad. Forget Al- yeah, forget Alex. Go go get a Taco Bell together and sort your wedding out. <laughs> Here on Star Wars Sessions, we do uh, we love a happy relationship, and we would never ask anyone to leave their partner for a fictional Star Wars character. But this time, we are, mate. You know? yeah. Tell us, what does Cad Bane order on a night out? What's his cocktail of choice? But um, without going yeah. down the, the rabbit hole too much here, let's uh, let's nip it in the bud right there. Uh, for those, there are a few more January, sorry, January, not even January yet, August Patreon questions. We will get to those next week. We haven't forgotten about those because we were uh, take, putting our feet up last week. We will answer yours and we've got a couple of good ones for next week. But... All of you who sent in questions this week, thank you so much for giving us uh, a little bit of spice to nearly end the show with. You guys are the best. We love each and every one of you. But, bartender, that's it. Sorry about the mess. Our time here is done, but we're going to be back here, same time again next week in the Bantina. Ladies and gentlemen, 
It's the Star Wars Sessions Game! Game! I can see Baby Yoda floating into my uh, peripheral. Lukey Boy's got his little Baby Yoda out. Um, <laughs> I also That's have it. a Baby Yoda. It's Olivia's, but I can't pick it up because it wakes up and it just doesn't shut up. Oh, yours is tiny. I thought it was a Chuck big it. boy. Chuck it out. Yeah, that's what, that's what you know, doing a bit yeah, of perspective. Look, listen, we're not, everyone, we're on camera. We can sit, no one's getting oh, yeah. the context. Anyway, People are like, what's going on? Uh, let, let me yeah, rewind a bit. Blah, 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 blah. Game, here we go. It is the end of the episode now. Each week we end with a Star Wars themed game. We alternate hosting responsibilities. And this week, my friend, it's my turn to host. Do you want to know what you're playing? Let's do it, mate. Let's have it. What are we doing? What are we playing? It's a simple one today, mate. It's Ahsoka Fun Facts. True or false, or just give me an answer. Ahsoka Tar no, Ahsoka Tar yes. We'll see. Ooh. Basically, I've got some questions. you just got to give me the answer, and they're all based on Ahsoka. So nothing okay. too imaginative. Therefore, you should get all of these right. Cheeky. All right, mate. Let's see. <laughs> I'm not promising anything. Let's set do you it. Up for failure Let's have DJ, it. Yeah, I know you have music, mate. please. Here we go. So, Ahsoka Tano. <gasps> who create? Who created the name Ahsoka Tano? Um, George Lucas. Not Dave Filoni. No, I don't think so. I think it'd be George. Uh, how would he say it? Oh, you know, um, you know, Anakin's got an apprentice, and uh, what's her name, George? Um, Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka Tano. It, it probably meant like something else, but people just heard it as like, what? It's just Tano, Tano, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, you're bang All on right, the money. It right. was George Lucas. Dave Filoni's obviously continued the legacy, but it, it, Ahsoka is a George Lucas creation, named after uh, the, the Indian Emperor Ahsoka the Great, or um, Ashoka, it's spelled slightly differently. Uh, so, yeah. George uh, pulling on some more cultural influences there again. Did not know um, that. Did not know that. Neither did okay. I until I did this. Uh, so when uh, Ahsoka first appeared in the Clone Wars movie, how old was the character? Um, 12. We locking that one in? Yeah, locked that in 12. She was 14 in her first oh, appearance in the Clone Wars what? movie. I know this one, I, I would have said 13, so almost. Okay, on the same theme. How Not old was Ahsoka when she was discovered and who found her? She was discovered by um the this is Tal- Ah, it Plokin. Yes, it well Plo. Plokin. And she was six. Go six? Yeah, why not? Why not? Take your six. Take your six. Split it in the middle. Three years old she oh, was, she was when three. they found her. Ahsoka is oh, Jedi. That old lady. I suppose said. that makes sense. They were really young when they were uh, when they were taken, weren't they? When they were like, yeah. oh, they're special. Yeah, they're Jedi, to Hogwarts. Jedi nicked kids at a young age. Um, easy one. What species is Ahsoka? Tagruta. Yes, of course. You've got two out of four, right? <laughs> How many times did Ahsoka and Maul duel? How many times did Ahsoka and Maul have a fight? Um, I can only remember the once. Uh, I'm going to say twice. I think there's once in season five or six, and then another time in season seven. He's going to say twice. 
I think it's once, though, you know. I'm going to just say oh. once, because that's what I can vividly remember. <laughs> I can't remember you, any other time. You absolute dirtbag. It's twice. It is twice. Oh. He's dropped the ball. It was once in the Siege of Mandalore. I think when they're in the Literally. tunnels, and they... I was expecting Kenobi. What are you doing here? And yeah. then, obviously, the big one in The Phantom Apprentice, that boss fight at the end of Season 7. Both happened in Season 7. Oh, it's both in Season 7? Yeah. Ah, right. Okay. Okay. All right. You, you had it right, and I was like, don't I, change your I, mind. Don't right change your ballpark. mind. Right ballpark. Right ballpark. Right ballpark. Right. So three out of six is still 50%. I'll take it. I I'll, take it. I'll take it. Is it three out of six? It. One, two, three, four, five. No, two out of five. Sorry. Same thing, almost. Well, right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you ain't getting this one, but in Sanskrit, what two words mean Ahsoka? In what? In Sanskrit. It, right. What two words mean Ahsoka? Yep. Um, dairy and sheep. You're right. It's dairy and sheep. <laughs> yeah. It is a. <laughs> it's hopefulness and purity. I thought you'd get oh. that one. Um, <laughs> George Lucas. Oh, uh, can someone pull up sheep? <laughs> <laughs> That's what Tano means. <laughs> Nobody says about that one. Um, can uh, someone pull that up for me, please? <laughs> uh, Jamie, Jamie's going to be loving this. Uh, two more, mate, and these are number based. How many Clone Wars episodes does Ahsoka appear in? I'm looking at actually physically appearing. How many Clone Wars episodes? Uh, yeah, out of 133, how many does she actually appear in? Um, 112. Locking it in? Yeah, do it. 53. Shut up. She's only what? in about half of the episodes. Because remember, she's not in season six at all. Um, yeah, she's it's 53. She's in one as a vision in season six when Yoda sees her dying. But um, yeah, 53 episodes, Jeez, mate. Wow. I fact-checked that this morning because I didn't believe it. I, 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 mate, I researched this game quite a lot. I actually counted them. I put well into a done. Well done. Well done, old like, boy. It's probably well done, old boy. Wrong, but I don't think it is. Right, last one, mate. Similar question. Rebels. How many Rebels episodes does Ahsoka appear in? There's like 70 Eight. something. Eight. Oh, how confident are you of that? Pray. You have very quick on the mark. Guest, guestimation, mate. You know guestimation. Gone. Put me out of my misery. What is you know it? What? It ain't right. But I'm going to give it to you because we don't really do points here. It's ten. Ten episodes. Um, I'll take it. it. It's as good as. So I don't know what you got there, but I'm going to say five. Basically, eight, perfect four, score. Eight. Basically, perfect score. Do you remember? Yeah. Just before we finish, do you remember the finale of Rebels? Yeah. Uh, what does Ahsoka uh, do in that? What do you mean? What does she do in it? How she stands. Yeah, she stands at the. Oh, of at course. The, <laughs> That's why I couldn't remember. I was like, well, she's not in that episode. And of course, she is the last thing you see, yeah. It's literally, mate, in the Ahsoka TV, in in the series, they've recreated yeah. that scene, haven't they? <laughs> the one I've just been talking about for five minutes on the main discussion. <laughs> it ain't the same. Yeah. But I was like, she doesn't help fight. I was like, oh, I get it now. Yeah, so 10. Mate, you got about half of those right. The Sanskrit oh. one was stupid. But otherwise, you did very well there, my friend. Well I done. think I got the Sanskrit one right for sheep. <laughs> I think it's a better answer. <laughs> sheep, mate. Do you know what theory. in um in in Patois, yeah, Jamaican Patois, yes. so a lot of my a lot of my in-laws from from Jamaica, family from Jamaica, and so they speak Patois, yeah, or Patwa. And yeah. uh and do you know what lamb lamb is in Patois? 
Uh, Dull? No, it's Bibby Ship. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm not joking. That's actually what it is. Bibby Ship. <laughs> I'm, I ain't no. going to try it, but... Um, <laughs> I, I dig that. Any more? Maybe, maybe each week you can end on a Patois-inspired comment. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. It's I'll get Arley. Cool, Come on, Arley. Get, get in. Come, come, do, come teach us a word. Give us some Patois. I don't want yeah. to, Luke. Get on here and do it. Nice, airy, it's airy. Right, I apologise to everyone. Right, brilliant. Thank you so um, much, mate. It's been another cracking show. Uh, episode, what is it? 217. 217 yes. main shows in the bag. You love it, we love it, kids love it. Hope hope, hope you guys enjoyed it. And if if, if you did, uh, leave it a review. Yeah. I know Matt's going to say in a second, but, well, you know. We've only got 83 episodes to 300, so start getting your thoughts about that one in, guys, and get your reviews in to celebrate. Yeah. Uh, that'll be here before mm. you know it. But like Lukey Boy said, mm. 217, that is that for this episode of Star Wars Sessions. But the fun doesn't end there. You know that. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blower Walker? They can find us at StarWarsSessions.co.uk. Search for us on X, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Uh, just search Star Wars Sessions and we will be there. Drop us a voice note or a message to our email. Hello there at StarWarsSessions.co.uk. Don't forget about that Patreon, guys. Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions because you, you, you're going to want to be on that. $2 gets you into the session sick heads club and we're going to be doing a watch along real soon and they are like the best they are the best um yeah please do that thanks <laughs> yeah what he said basically it's free if you want to support the show for free do what you're doing keep listening but also leave us yeah. that five star rating and review like lukey boy said up top on your podcast provider of choice if you're on spotify apple podcast just scroll up now you know what i'm going to say by the time i finish babbling on you would have left us five stars and you're going to feel really good inside for doing that five stars really does help the show grow and it gets new listeners in and it's another way to hear from all of you each and every week and for the 15 of you on blue sky we're on there as well <laughs> are we we're, oh yeah, yeah you did tell now, me yeah. that yeah, well, 15 15 people that use the app yeah that's yeah, that sounds about right mate it sounds <laughs> about right oh i'm pleased to tell all your star wars friends about us mm. tell your mum tell your dad tell your mates tell your cats tell your ewok tell your nearest to Gruta, tell your cousin the more the merrier the castle spicier yes and please tell shin hattie that i am the po- this is the podcast we're looking for so until next time from me see ya and from luke may the force be with you Always. Luke. Ooh, yeah, come on. Flex a lecture. <laughs> that's good, isn't it? That's I like not it. Bad. I was looking at that earlier. I was like, that's a good spoonerism, that. <laughs> Essex-based podcast heroes. 